So it is Throwback Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this too. Yeah. Pretty much. We're back. It's been a couple of days and we're back. Sorry for the delay, but now it's time to go back in time. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? So as you know, it's been quite a few days since we've actually did an upload and that's because we had already recorded this episode and it was absolute trash. And when you create something and you see that it is not up to standard, you just you don't want to upload it, do you? Yeah, we have recorded this episode about three times. So we've just decided to throw it in the bin and um, just restart and we're just glad to be back and we're glad to be Hopefully this one works. See if you're listening to this one. I said this in the first episode, but if you're listening to this episode, then it means that we did it. So that's good, isn't it? Fingers crossed. But yes, this episode is something a bit more fun. Good vibes only. Um, This episode is basically about life in 2000s. Yes, 2000s is like our version of whenever your parents always talk about the 70s, the 80s, maybe the 90s. You know, this is our version of that because that's when we grew up. So we're going to talk about the 2000s, everything from pop culture, gaming, music. Just talk about it all, whatever we want to talk about. Exactly. And just before we get into our hot or not, we want to give a thank you to everyone who's reached out to us. Um, Since we've had our wee break, you know, when we had this kind of break, we were like, Okay, let's just leave it for a couple of days and then start fresh. And when we did, we actually seen that we had an email from Daniel Elwood. So thank you yes. for that. That really cheered us up. Oh my God. It really did. Daniel, we went to our school. And we just want to thank you so much for your lovely email. It really motivated us and really made us happy and got us going again, to be honest with you. So um, if anyone does want to send us a wee email, it would really, really help and cheer us up. Because we all need that during lockdown. Banned from broadcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Sneaky plug there, Alex. I'm always, you know, I'm good for the plug. Like, or is that a drugs thing? I got two, two, one for the plug and one for the love. I'm good for <laughs> yes. the plug. I think that's a song. No, I mean, I'm good for plugging in terms of I'm good for plugging, promoting, getting the wee bits that we have to get in the podcast. You know what I mean? Yes, Queen. So I think we should get to our hot or not. Yes, let's get to it. Oh my God, it's hot. So my first hot of the week is about something that I absolutely love and as Kiva has probably heard this before in the past um, attempts of recording this, I'm just going to rant off yep. to you guys because um, this is the first time you are hearing this, but um, Big Brother is coming back on E4 for a two-week special. They're going to be re-showing the old episodes. I am the Big Brother super fan. I am, I'm just the, see when they decided to throw this out there and um, put the old episodes, um, it's going to be in July, when they decided to do that, it was basically the type of people that watch it as me, who loves reality TV, loves Big Brother. That was my first hot of the week because I've been wanting to come back since it got axed. I don't care what anyone thinks. I love Big Brother. Obsessed. I'm low-key happy for you. Alex used to go on Big Brother bit on the side. It was kind of like a Where's Wally moment. Everyone in school would be looking for Alex. And as well as that, he spent, what was it, like 60 quid on a Big Brother button that was on one of the sets. 
I'm not allowed to talk about that, you're exposing me. Yes, I do have a set piece from Big Brother, the final um, Big Brother civilian version, which, yes, I can't really tell you how I got that, but I did acquire that as a collector's item, so I'm so happy. <laughs> Cannot tell you how I got that, but yeah, you're exposing me. I went on Big Brother's bit in the side so many times, and you know the way I justified it to myself? I was speaking to my dad, and he was like, well, do you know what it is? I spend a lot of money going to football matches and it's the same thing every time and people don't like football. So that is my version of going to a football game is going to Big Brother's bit on the side to be in the audience. <laughs> I really love that analogy. It's just gay man's football. I have so many crazy stories for being in the audience that show that I cannot talk about. It'll definitely be in a future episode. Um, I don't know. You have to sign a contract, like an NDA thing when you get in there, but we'll see. All right, Chris Jenner. Well, my first hot for this week is, if you don't already know, I dabble in photography. <laughs> I've been using my very, very expensive degree to take photos. Um, yeah, so I've had my camera for about a year and a half now, maybe, and mm-hmm. I never had a proper flash for it, but now I've bought myself a flash, got myself some ND filters and I've been doing some really cool photography and it's something that really cheers me up you know in quarantine taking really cool photos and stuff and yeah that is my hot for the week. I love that like see sometimes whenever you get something like a camera or anything like that and you don't have something that you need for it sometimes it just sits in a shelf for a couple of months you know, and you don't use it or, you know, if you have to buy an attachment or something. So it's so cool that you've got that now. You can just live your photography fantasy. I was just so sick of when I worked in a nightclub and it was my first ever photography job. And I had these little snooty people being like, that's not the correct flash to use. I know, bitch, I'm broke. Just these like absolute snooty tooties. In fact, one of the opposite clubs. So as you know, in Aberdeen, we only have two clubs. Uh, came to me and was like oh so you're the photographer here and I was like yeah and he was like do you enjoy it and I was like yeah and he was like oh yeah um I work in this club and our photography is like at a higher standard I was like yeah fucked I'm not being <laughs> funny but who when they're out in a club and they're drunk is worried about what the photographer is using see to be honest with you when I get photos taken of me in the club I always gather my friends I'm like let's get a pic let's get a pic see you the next day I wish I didn't even do it so why are exactly. people even, like, Karen? I wish the photos were deleted from every nightclub in Belfast of me. Yeah, avoid most of the photos, like the plague. But to be fair, um, I do get a really good feeling when I see people and their profile picture is a photo that I took. I take, oh, like, yeah. proper pride in that. And it's even happened with some of my friends. And I'm like, yes, I created that. I completely understand that. See, when I've done like little graphic design works and stuff for like companies, like see when you actually see it used, I don't care what anyone says. Like you do get away with like, oh, yeah, I did that. I completely get that. Yeah, I 100%. love it. 100%. So my next hot of the week is that KFC is coming back. Well, it, it did come back um, before this was recorded. And I, it's also my not because I waited two hours in the queue for it. I'm a little bit embarrassed for myself. As you should be, if you've seen the videos on Facebook of that big 300 car long line, Alex is probably somewhere in that video. No, listen, this is what's happened. It was the first day that KFC opened again and I'm not in one of those videos where the queue is all the way down the road. It was just a couple of cars 
and I thought it would be fine. But then once I actually got into the drive-thru, they directed me towards the back of the car park where all the cars were queued in like a zigzag formation as if you were going on a roller coaster. And I was like, oh dear. But it was too late. I'd already, I'd already sailed my own fate. That was it. And did you get what you wanted at the end of all that? Funny you should ask, Kiva, because I didn't get what I wanted. After waiting two hours in the queue at KFC, um, the man knocked on my window and said, we only have popcorn chicken and we don't have anything else but popcorn chicken and chips. But see, to be honest, after a two hour wait and haven't had KFC in like two, three months, I was happy enough. I just was happy enough to be out of the house, to be honest. Oh, I'd still be so devastated. Like KFC used to be one of my favourites. Until they changed their bloody chips, trying to make it like a Nando's vibe. So if that was me, I would have been fuming. I think I was with you the day that you first tasted KFC's new chips. We went for um, a swim and you tasted them. You were like... It's just, no, it's not happening. Like, their chips in 2009, peak. They were like, you know, thick but didn't have that potato-y thing going on. And then they had the skinny chips and I was like, okay, okay, I can get with it. Nice and crispy, okay, fair. And then they just bring out this trash and I'm like, right, no, you have lost a loyal customer. I actually agree with that. I like the rolled chips. And before anyone tries to come for me and saying, why are you getting fast food? There's a pandemic. Arlene Foster was on Cool FM and she said that it's okay to get KFC. So there you go. (laughs) Did she actually say that though? Those exact words? In so many words, yeah. She actually did, yeah, because she was talking to um, the presenter on Cool FM and he wanted to get a KFC and he was like, is it okay? And uh, she says, yeah, it's completely safe. You're in your car. It's actually um, a bit more safe than standing in a queue at a supermarket. So I'm taking that as gospel. Oh, for God's sake. So nobody can sell to me. That's why I'm comfortable talking about this story. But with the queues down the road where it's blocking roads and stuff, that's a bit too much. I would just, I wouldn't wait in a queue if it was that bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess one of my hot swell would be the fact that the Chinese started opening in Aber. So obviously when we filmed this last week, they had opened and I was like, yes, living my Chinese life. But um, I ordered salted chili chicken and they gave me not salted chili chicken twice. Oh, but no. you know what? I was happy enough. I got my Chinese. I think the takeaway from this hot or not is that we are just hungry. Yeah. And for something actually good, like, uh, Alex, we're not going to have a buffet for God knows how long. Every time me and Alex have a fight, we go to a buffet and just eat our feelings out. And that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, Uh, so true. Like, we would all, me and Kiva, we're close, we're good friends, but we do have some arguments sometimes. And we just hash it out over a Chinese buffet, but... That makes me really sad. I actually forgot about that. Why did you bring this up? Uh, can that just be my not for the week as well? Not that we are not going to get going to the gay clubs this year. We're not going to have our gay pride kiki. We're not going to be going to any buffets. Uh. So our nots for the week are just lockdown is just rubbish. And I think everyone can agree with that. But it is for our own safety. But yeah. I think that's enough. Yeah, that's pretty it. much. And on that note, let's go away from these horrible dark ages and go back to when we were in primary school and everything was all good. Yes.
apologies if you can hear um, some helicopters above me right now. I live in Belfast and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, honestly, when I'm in Belfast, like a helicopter doesn't phase me. But when I'm in Wales, I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? Just because it's like such a rare occasion over here. Helicopters are just out every night in Belfast. Everyone who lives there just knows what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so that's that's if you do hear any interference, or maybe you haven't, and this was a waste of time. But let's move on and talk about the good old days for us, the 2000s. The good old days when we were children, like, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Um, 2000s, so we would have been in primary school. Yeah. Just yeah, touching, like, secondary, yeah. That's true, actually. So, yeah, we started secondary school in 2009, so it's perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. So that primary school is probably the 2000s for us, but I have so many memories from the 2000s. Same, like, the music, the games, the fashion, just so many things. Like, even when I see, like, certain cousins or friends, it just brings me back to that time. Oh, 100%. So where should we start? I think we should start with social media that we used back in those days. I have to say, the king of social media in the 2000s was Bebo. Like, the word Bebo, it just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? Bebo, brilliant. Whoever came up with it is an absolute genius, but it's not no longer with us. It's just weird how hard it flopped. Like, Bebo was the Facebook of its time, and it was so much better than Facebook. You had, like, a little brick that you could paint on people's walls, you could give them people love, and you only got three. So if you got someone's love, you know, you were like, yes. you were popular. <laughs> Do you remember the best friends list? <gasps> oh, the best friends list, that was so savage. Yeah, well, it's a bit different to the Snapchat best friends list, which came uh, into effect and caused controversy and is no, no longer with us. But you actually, on Bebo, you got to select your I think it was like your top 10 best friends mm-hmm. and see if you'd fallen out with someone in school that day you best believe they were getting replaced on that best friends list oh my god yes sachet away <laughs> oh i loved it so much and it's so stupid but like that was when we first started social media like we shouldn't have had it realistically i think i had people yeah. when i was like eight and i didn't understand that people could make fake profiles so i was friends with the whole high school musical cast as i thought <laughs> And Cole Spry's Ashley Tisdale, the lot. Oh my goodness, yes. I think I had, like, Miley Cyrus on my Bebo, but I knew it wasn't her. And yeah, yeah. Britney Spears. I had Britney Spears on my Bebo. I was, of course. Yeah, we'll talk about my love for Britney Spears um later on in this programme. But yeah, Bebo. I actually went a little bit viral on Bebo with a little bit of a confession to make. Oh God, how did that happen? Well, I don't know. I think that viral videos were becoming a thing like fail videos so I was like well I'm gonna create a fail video I was like I don't know what age I was I was really really young so I faked it yeah this is my confession to everyone who does not know this I faked the video when I was like eight years old so I pretended to fall off a chair um while standing on top of the chair I pretended to fall off the chair well I say I pretended like I really did hurt myself like I remember doing it and actually hurt myself oh my god you tit (laughs) yeah so I did that and then fell off the chair because I wanted to become viral for fail videos I just assumed that was what everyone did like I assumed that all the videos on you've been framed were fake because there was no way this could these things could happen people and they caught it on video so I did that and then loads of people shared it and I heard people in other schools 
I heard of people in other schools talking about, are, are you that wee lad that fell off the chair? And I was like, oh, stop yeah. It. Yeah, people still talk about that to me sometimes if I haven't seen them in years. So here's my confession. It was fake. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> was like MSN. MSN. I, I, I loved MSN. I remember you would be in school and then after you would log on to MSN you know if you if you maybe fancied someone and you know you wanted to get their attention you would be going online and offline so they would see your name pop up at the bottom of the screen you know I actually did the opposite I had a guy messaging me I remember this really vividly and he was like a year older or something in school and I was like oh I'm sick of talking to this guy so I was being polite and I was like, okay, I gotta go. Mummy's made dinner, bye. And then um, I put myself offline. And when I went offline, I seen him put, oh my God, you so fancy me. And I went oh. online straight away. I was like, no, I do not. I pretended, bye. <laughs> oh my God, Kiva, you wee mix. I know, falsely. From no age, that's ridiculous, no. But I remember that all the wee gifts, like they were the OG gifts when you would send people little gifts and stickers and nudge them and stuff on Amazon. Do you remember the little bling text? Do you mean like you would change the A key and it would be like a glittery A? Yes. A B would have like a butterfly B. <laughs> like I would type in BRB and this like bedazzled BRB would show up. Yes. Oh, that was so good. When I first got it, um, I found a website that you could get loads of stuff for your uh, MSN and then ended up completely crashing the computer with a thousand other things that I was downloading. So. Oh my god. Computer viruses were like such a thing back then. I know if that does that sound really stupid, but I just feel like everybody had a virus on their computer from like downloading dodgy music or whatever. 100%, yeah. Like, I think parents didn't really understand the capability of the internet so the kids were allowed to go wild so I was downloading all sorts of games <laughs> and then I would have like a big titty woman on my screen and then oh be stressed and I'd like oh my god my mum's gonna see this help but it was a virus I was a child I just wanted cool blingies for my <laughs> MSN I wanted cool frogger you know yes that's so true I remember whenever we first got our first ever computer it was dial-up so everyone knows dial-up, mm-hmm. we'll play the sound right here. So yeah, um, if you're listening to this and you don't know what that sound is, you are very young. Um, but that's how you used to connect to the internet. You had to like physically open up this little thing on your screen, click connect. It would dial up like a phone to the internet. You hear that horrendous noise and you'll be connected. And... Um, you could not be on the house phone and be on the internet at the same time. So whenever me and my uh, big sister, whenever we were uh, fighting, whenever we were younger, I would lift off the phone when she was on MSN and run away. She'd be like, Alex, because the internet was then disconnected. That's crazy to think about now, isn't it? Yeah, I still don't understand how that works. Like, it's beyond me. But yeah, I do remember that. And you would get the little tab on your computer screen with the little dots in the computer. Yes, and you're downloading something. That's, uh, you know what? One thing I will say about the 2000s, I do not miss the slow internet connections and waiting all night to download Jennifer Lopez waiting for tonight on LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire was an absolute wreckage for your computer. Yeah, let's talk about some music. Oh God, the 2000s music. I just think Usher and DJ Kami, you know, oh, the yes. 
smacked out everything tunes. I don't care what anyone says. 2000s had the best music. Well, for our generation anyway, it definitely had the best music. Yeah, honestly, like every playlist that I've had for university has had mostly 2000s. And even when we all meet up for a wee drink, that happens. That's so true, isn't it? I, I love um on the radio when they play throwbacks from the 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. it's so amazing. Like, well, for me, biggest music, pretty obviously, I'm a huge Britney fan. I'm pretty honest about it. And that was like her heyday, and I'm I'm pretty open to admitting that you know Britney's time was the two thousands. Still love her, and I still want to see Britney thrive. But you know, two thousands were when she really popped off. Yeah, I do remember watching the video Womanizer before doing my primary seven play. Oh my god, I remember seeing Toxic on MTV in like two thousand and four or whenever it was. Yeah. <gasps> toxic my mom had that as her ringtone but it was on the little flip phones so it wouldn't be the actual song it would be like "Mm, mm, 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 the polyphonic mm, ringtones (laughs) yes oh those were so amazing do you remember when um you had your phone and you would try and download a song on it you would text the number and it would cost you like five pound and subscribe you to something well luckily i never did that i always seen it in the magazines and was like oh i would love to do that but i was a good girl and just waited until my bestest friends would bluetooth it to me oh i definitely got in trouble from downloading some songs all my credit went away and i got my mum to ring the phone company and they exposed me they said your son has been downloading uh, games and ringtones to his phone at 3.50 a week yeah did you yeah. even get unlimited songs with that or was it like one song no it was like you would download one song and they would automatically sign you up to a subscription service it was such a scam like and you only get that one song that you subscribe to yeah bloody hell they did know how to make their coin back in the days didn't they before like having free music was a thing i think in the later 2000s that's when people caught on like oh i can go on youtube converter or <laughs> mp3 audio you know Tubity. to find the music that they want ah oh, tubity that was one as well oh uh, remember that on the blackberry well what, what sort of music did you like to listen to in the 2000s see i've always been really weird with music like even now i don't have a distinct taste i don't have an artist where i'm like yeah i really like them i just kind of vibe with whatever so like if I was with my cousins in the shankle, would be blasting, you know, dancing in the dark. Or if I was with yes. like my wee girlfriends in the street, would be listening to Avril Lavigne. It's that's weird. Right. I just kind of vibe with the music that's going at the time, you know. Yeah, like the popular songs. No, completely get that. It was whatever was going about in the old Bluetooth. Like that's what was, that's what was everyone was listening to. And I love how people would call themselves a DJ just by speeding up a song and adding a really bad dunk to it, like DJ Kami. Yes, oh my god, those songs are iconic. We need to put in a clip of that. 100%, let's go. Honestly, I don't know how we listen to music like that. Absolute throwback, yeah. Do you remember 
back then there were so many big stars that were just so big back then like Miley Cyrus and you know the High School Musical crew from the Disney Channel there were so many people like that that were just mega stars there was so much like younger people like fresh faced talent that was big back in those days like Alexis Jordan and uh, Jordan Sparks remember her big hit nowhere with uh, Chris Brown do you remember that one Alex? I do funnily enough and I think I know where you're going with this Back in those days, we would play on games such as Habo and Zwinky, Club Penguin, the lot. And I remember actually on Zwinky, it was a mixture of like Stardoll and Club Penguin. I remember Jordan Sparks um, was actually promoting her single on that. So you would go into the mall to buy clothes and Jordan Sparks was playing. And that song always reminded me of Zwinky until... We were at school and someone had the audition with that song. Yes, so I had the audition for a play and I sang that song and I made everybody go out of the room because I was a little bit embarrassed and Kiva hid under the table because she wanted to hear me sing. And he sung like an angel. Wise up, I sounded like James Shards. took my breath but I survived I don't know how but I don't need it I mean, one person who seemingly always avoided drama was Beyonce. I think she was the only person in that era that didn't have a big feud with someone. Like, we had Pink fighting with the likes of Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. You know, she brought out that song, Stupid Girls, and basically (laughs) just completely takes the piss out of that whole L.A. lifestyle and all the stars at the time when the look was having a chihuahua in your purse and being tan and fake. I mean, it started the air for what we are now, let's be honest. So true, yeah. And there was always like a Britney versus Christina Aguilera thing, but that never was really a real thing. I think that was just drummed up by the record companies to try and, you know, win the media to get them two to be to be against each other. But Britney and Christina actually were friends. Like they liked each other. They grew up on what? the yeah. They grew up on the Mickey Mouse Club together. They were both on it. And yeah, with Justin Timberlake and Head. Yeah, and I think they did say a few comments to each other. You know, when it got when the media was really putting them against each other, but they never really did argue. That was I think that was fake news. But um, I think that yeah, I love Britney. She's just unproblematic. But they never really did fight. That that wasn't a real thing. They actually have spoken to each other recently hold up Britney Spears unproblematic in the 2000s let's be real are we skipping over 2007 yeah we are because at the end of the day she's never said a bad word about people she had a bad time in 2007 and every celebrity like really loves Britney because she's not she's not a mean person she did have a bad time but that wasn't her personal life that wasn't to do with anyone else it wasn't i do agree with you and it's shit having a bad time publicized so hard but that moment is a definitive in 2000s history like south park is you know kind of their peak was in the 2000s and my first south park episode was actually one about britney and she shoots her head off which is actually really traumatizing but Mm -hmm. uh yeah i think in the 2000s celebrities were ripped apart a lot more than what they would be now yeah all i have to say about that is see if the situation with britney shaving her head and whatever happened today 
There is no way that the media would scrutinize her the way they did, you know. Oh no, it would be like hashtag mental health, hashtag yeah. talk. She obviously had mental health issues going on, and the thing is, is it was okay back then to completely rip her apart and make fun of her. And see if that was today, mm-hmm. everyone would be sitting tweeting hashtag we're with you, strong Britney, all this carry on mental health awareness. I I just cannot get over the fact that back then that it was okay to make fun of people like that, and that's why it does genuinely upset me. I do think that is a dark part of the 2000s that no one thinks Mm. about. Like, we do glorify the 2000s. That was, like, our staple era of fashion, of music, etc., etc., like, iconography. But one thing that is kind of glazed over is the phone hacking scandal. Like, that Mm -hmm. fucked celebrities so hard. If anyone has watched, like, obviously, I'm not a big brother kind of fan. Alex is. But, Mm. um... In the recent year or so, there was a documentary on Jade Goody. Like, she was only one of hundreds of celebrities at that time mm-hmm. whose phones were hacked. And her boyfriend at the time, um, both their phones were being hacked and their fights were being leaked. So yeah. they were, you know, fighting with each other. Like, why did you leak that to the press? That's disgusting. Yeah. Only you would know that. No one else would talk about that. They broke up over it. And then a few years later, phone hacking scandal comes out yeah and it's just heartbreaking no it's crazy about that um obviously celebrities get sent a lot of free stuff well jade goody actually got sent a phone that was like posed as a gift from the phone company Mm -hmm. it was like one of the latest phones back then and it was pre-tapped like it was pre-tampered with yeah that is so scary like living in those areas i would not want to be famous definitely not that's why news of the world actually closed down the newspaper because mm-hmm. of the the phone hacking i suppose yeah there were so many shady stuff with the press and stuff in the 2000s the media were insane back then i think yeah i'm so glad that we've came kind of a lot further since then but that's just something i don't understand that everyone glazes over like me and alex we want to be part of that media industry and i do have some sort of interest in journalism but back in the day, it was ruthless. So in today's era, most of us have a really good Samsung phone or an iPhone or a Huawei. Back in the day, we had limited resources. We had our flip up phones, our slide up phones. And yep. you know what? I honestly miss really sassily closing the phone to hang up. <laughs> Like, it's just an undefeated feeling. Yeah, whenever someone would hang up with you angrily, you would hear the little clasp of the phone hanging up. I do miss that. Mm -hmm. Even Blackberries, I kind of miss. Like, right now, Blackberries, you could buy them for like 30 quid a pop. But back then, BBM Messenger was the all. My Blackberry was my everything, and I always go on about this. I really, really miss my Blackberry. I loved the keyboard of the Blackberry, and the mm-hmm. phone, like the software on it was rubbish. Like, it was so slow, it would always break. You have to take the battery out of the back of it to try and get it to work again. But yes. I just miss that keyboard and BBM, and you could send broadcast messages to everybody, like little mass text messages. I really and do miss that people so much. when they were ignoring you, yes. Yes, and their phone would vibrate. I really miss my Blackberry, but phones have evolved but i do miss that in a way i think blackberry walked so iphone could strut i yes. even remember the first iphone coming out that was so mm-hmm. weird i remember getting my first iphone and it was so strange it was like i actually got an iphone 
and then I sold it and got a BlackBerry. Seriously? Yeah, because I got an iPhone whenever, like, not when it first came out, but it was one of the first ones that it came out. I think it was, like, the third one, the iPhone 3. And yeah. at that stage, everybody had a BlackBerry. I was missing out on BBM. I was missing out on all the crack there. Everyone was saying, what's your BBM? I was like, I don't have a BlackBerry. So I actually sold my iPhone and got a BlackBerry. That's crazy. That just shows at the time iPhone hadn't even been tickled yet and bbm <laughs> was on top like kim kardashian had a blackberry anyone who's anyone had a blackberry you know kim k was rocking the blackberry until like two years ago when hers broke because she was buying them on ebay like until they broke do you remember the screen months you'd get this monster and go <laughs> and then you'd have this shitty monster outline on any photos you take the watermark yeah when you were taking a screenshot oh if anyone's listening to this right now, I'm sure if you had a BlackBerry, you remember the screen munch. But I 100% miss my BlackBerry, but I am kind of glad that our phones do work better now. Honestly, I just love my phone for the fact that it's really good for photography. Uh, we've got face-to-face call, which is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. It's kind of sad to say, but our phones have became our lives. I think in the 2000s, you could easily walk out of the house and not bring your phone and it wouldn't be a massive deal but now you cannot leave the house without your phone like you just can't that's so true like your phone was something that you just used to text people on you know maybe play a wee game on it or something but it was never huge in terms of you had to have it all the time like you do with your phone now you're on twitter facebook everything all the time instagram yeah yeah i remember like walking around the street and I wouldn't even have my phone. I would have an MP3 player in my pocket yes. and my earphones in because your phone couldn't really store songs. You maybe got like one song to use for your ringtone and that was it. You would bring your uh, little iPod shuffle or you'd bring your little MP3 player. Your aunt brought you back from Turkey and just strut about living mm-hmm. your best life. So true. And you probably downloaded all the songs off LimeWire. LimeWire like that was where you got all your songs for free and it was really dodgy and you would download a song and it would download yet again another virus to your computer to add to the other ones that you had downloaded they were just different times and i do miss some parts of it but i'm happy enough where we are now but i don't know how i feel about it it's kind of like everyone has that nostalgic you know feeling towards the era they grew up in yeah what sort of did you have a style in the 2000s you would go to or was it just whatever your mum had picked out for you yeah it was just whatever my mum had picked up like for me i had no style like i don't even really have a style now like my boyfriend helps me <laughs> pick all my clothes i send all my clothes like on screenshots to kiva like should i wear this like i'm not really good mm-hmm. with stuff like that but back then yeah it was just whatever my mum had bought or you know yeah i didn't really have a, a general style to be honest with you I just have like fun memories. Keeping in mind, I was like maybe eight or nine, maybe ten, and going down to my cousin's house, and she would put on like blue mascara on me <laughs> and foundation lips, and I thought I was gorgeous. And it was clearly not the style. And sort of going towards secondary school, um, the scene phase was really big, and mm-hmm. I didn't really know it was called scene. And I remember going into Newlick with my mum, being like 10 years old, and just buying neon clothes. And I made my own subcategory and told her I'm a neon. Like, I only wear neon clothes, so I'm a neon. (laughs) That was my style culture. I know everyone really, really was like into a certain style. Were you a goth? Were you seen? I was just Mm -hmm. nothing, you know. 
but I do remember I have really had really bad wet look hair like I always had really gelled hair and see mm-hmm. now I look back and I was like that looks like greasy hair like I would never run about with that now was it spiky oh yeah yeah I had the full-on spikes like the Gareth Gates oh my god stop it yeah did you ever get the blonde tips that was kind of big in the day as well I was never allowed. I always wanted the blonde tips and I was never allowed to get them. And see, just because of that fact, I actually got like little blonde tip, like little blonde like highlights last year when I went on holiday, just for the fact that whenever I was younger, I always wanted them. That's the only reason I did it. Mm -hmm. I think you looked really good with it. It was completely different to what it was back then. Back then it was like literally a quarter of an inch blonde, like Mm -hmm. proper yellow looking, whereas yours was nice. It was like a little summer sun kiss moment. So true. Well, I loved taking me trip down memory lane. Yeah, it's been good. I, you know, wish I could go back and relive those days back when all this wasn't happening. But it's nice to look back on. Certainly is. Okay, so before we get into our media picks, we have decided to do a new little segment called Unbox. Isn't that right, Kiva? Yes, so if you've been following us on our social media, you have seen that we have one of the circles as Unbox. At the moment, it is untouched. Well, by the time you're listening to this, it will be touched, and you will actually get to see what we've been sent for this week, which is amazing. Yes, absolutely. So a little disclaimer, if we're ever sent products by anyone, um, we will only ever review products that we, you know, actually enjoy, that we actually believe in, you know, that we actually would buy ourselves. Exactly. None of these magic pills or extra toothpastes. No. So we reached out to the lovely Red Candy and they were nice enough to send us um, two products to review. So their website is redcandy.co.uk and you can check them out on social media as well. And they were nice enough to send us some products to review. And Kiva, what did you get? So I actually got one of their booby bowls, which I think is absolutely class. Um, It's this obviously nice pink booby bowl. And I think I'm actually going to draw it kind of like my own if anyone knows me I have a scar on the top of my boob which everyone loves to point out and say do you have an extra nipple no no I don't I got bit by mosquito in Benidorm in 2015 I'm left with this scar so this boob bowl will be like an extension of me I think it's really nice it's like a proper heavy ceramic bowl and I plan to put you know my sweets in it I do have a sweet tooth and I like having it on my bedside so yeah I'll be filling that up with my sweets and it's just a really nice piece to have like something unique that you wouldn't really have you know yeah that's what I you know what struck me out about red candy as soon as we seen the website me and you I always remember when we were um younger we would love to go around the town and find little quirky gifts and quirky things to buy and this website is just full of it like I love it I've been looking at so many things on it yeah it's a proper like boob shaped bowl and you know you pull off the top of the boob with the nipple on it and you get to reveal what's inside so yeah um they do have quite a few boob products and I think that's really good for like, you know, the women empowerment kind of gal. Mm-hmm, yeah. The website itself is really good in the sense you could buy gifts really cheap right up to like a fancy price mark. You know, they've got a good range of products for all price types. Yeah, absolutely. And what 
I was sent, I was so excited about. So um, I selected to review the Barbara toilet paper holder shape. And it's quite a stir in your house. Everyone loves it, don't they? Everyone loves it. So basically, as we all know, when Corona happened, um, toilet rolls were being sold like hotcakes in all the shops. But thankfully, that has calmed down now with the queues and everything. So see, in every house that I've lived in, there's always been a really awkward, goofy looking um, toilet roll holder that always falls off the wall or that Mm -hmm. nobody wants to refill. Well, this is like a statement piece in the bathroom. Everyone is loving it. It's like a little shape and it is shaped so that you can fit seven toilet rolls. It's brilliant. See, when, you know, we finally get out of this lockdown situation, I can imagine people coming over to your boyfriend's mum's house and they're going to the toilet drunk and they just see this shape, you know. It's something really comical. It's so fun. Like, I love quirky furniture. I love, like, little things like that. And Marcus, he's pretty um, he's pretty strict when it comes to things like this. You know, he doesn't like anything too wacky or whatever, but he actually likes this. And, you know, we have all the toilet rolls in it and we all love refilling it. It sounds so stupid, but we loved being able to refill Barbara the shape. Everyone in the house loves Barbara. She's a new part of the household. Yeah, it's a good way to get people to actually refill the toilet roll holder, isn't it? It actually is, yeah. It's just so fun. It just makes you smile. Like, and I also see on their website, they also have Sharon the shape as well. And they also mm-hmm. have Smokey the shape. So there's a whole family. Oh, and Clara Bell the cow as well. There's so many of these things as well um, that they have. It's just so fun. Like, I cannot wait to be ordering more stuff. 100% Alex. Um, I've actually looked at the store up and down. And one thing that I really do want when I have my house is the footstools. So they have a massive range. They've got Hamish the Highland Cow or bent in the bull. They've got it in so many different colours, so many different animals. And it's something that I'm definitely going to want in my house. And it's on the pricier range. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And also, while I'm browsing the site, I can say they have all funky toilet paper as well. So I might get some of that, you know, to fill up Barbara the shape. I also see the black toilet paper. And I remember Simon Kyle said that he had black toilet paper in his house. Random fact. Yeah, living with Simon Carl. Like, yeah, I definitely seen that. They had pink toilet roll paper and orange. It's class. It's such a nice website. It's something that, you know, you could get gifts for your friends or just something for yourself. Really good website. Definitely would recommend. Yeah, thanks so much um, to Red Candy for sending us these products to review. We absolutely love them and we hope that um, our listeners from Banff from Broadcast do check out the website, honestly. We would not be promoting this if we did not like the website and the products and they are just absolutely amazing, so fun. Um, so thank you Red Candy, redcandy.co.uk and they are at redcandyuk on Instagram. Yep, and check out our photos on Instagram to see our favourite pics from the website and what we were sent. Yes. And that wraps us up for this week's band from Progcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are glad that we are back and we are hopefully back on schedule as well. Thank you so much, guys. Remember to give us some love on social media and we look forward to making the next episode. Yes, we need some love on our Instagram. I know everyone says that, but we would really, really appreciate it if you go over there and show us some love on there. Of course, the email is still up and running, banned from broadcast at gmail.com, and we'll be back next week. Bye.